It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. So, George, we're back again. And today we've got a fantastic guest from France talking about what's happening behind the scenes at Paramount and, uh, and how the French audience look at the various royal families around the world. So really looking forward to hearing from Marion uh, Martinez about how they choose their content and what's happening at the magazine. Yeah, I mean, uh, Marion is a very uh, good friend of mine. She's a, an excellent journalist, has been working for years for Parimatch, and was actually the one who put Parimatch on a digital platform by creating six years ago a royal blog. And it was a bit of a gamble because you never know in France what works and what doesn't. But um, she uh, hit the right note right away, and uh, it has been very popular. And uh, yeah, we're very proud and happy that she could make the time for us. And she will tell us about Parimatch, the magazine, and her thoughts on royal family and royal coverage in general. I keep looking at the statistics and, and the pod is, is growing. Argentina is moving up as one of our top countries at the moment. So it's great to hear how we, we got uh, listeners everywhere. And um, I went to dinner party the other week and one of the um, writers for Hollyoaks was at a party and he's found our podcast uh, and commented on how it really gives him an insight to, to the royal world and, and it's just the perfect commuter length material. So brilliant to hear that. It's good to hear. And I hear that uh, also uh, we have a big fan of the podcast in Sweden, your mother. And I think she had something to say about the last episode that maybe you could repeat. On. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, George is just marvelous. He's very good. He's got a very natural voice. But, oh. Linnea, your sentences are way too long. I don't know. How, how do you catch your sentences? I'm going to try my best at this podcast to really keep short sentences. <laughs> Excellent. You, you can't argue with a mother. <laughs> Let's bring on Marion. Marion Mertens is the senior digital editor of Parimatch. Marion has been a great friend of mine and a great fan of the royals. She recognized early the relevance that a dedicated blog will have for her publication, Parimatch, and for their readers. We honored and happy that she's found the time. And obviously, I know that Parimatch is a very important magazine. And the Wednesday is a very important day because this is when Parimatch comes out. And so everybody wants to know... What is on the cover of Parimatch today? Well, the royal fans are going to be very happy because we have a royal story today. 
um, Harry and Meghan, uh, photos of the couple in Jamaica. A wonderful cover story with uh, the two lovers uh, together at um, Prince Harry's uh, friend wedding. Uh, and they're wonderful photos. Um, and you can see the couple. And it's a, it's a great cover story for Perry Match. And where did you get the material? Did you have a photographer there and a journalist there? Or have you used um, agencies? Information. Uh, agencies mm -hmm. that uh, took photos there, yes. The story has been around for quite a while now, but what has changed? Is it because you had the photos? Is it because it was the first time that he took his friend, partner, uh, to the wedding of a dear friend of his? Why is this so important and warrants a cover? The photos are wonderful and it's a very, very nice couple, um, you know, obviously in love and the quality is very good. You know, Perry Match has always covered life the way it is and celebrities but also you know anonymous people and I think it's great for us to always be covering um, you know events as they happen and uh, we did a story about um, a month or two ago when Prince Harry and uh, Meghan Markle were walking together in the streets of London. So that was the first story we introduced to our readers. There are a lot of our readers who know the uh, the show uh, Meghan Markle plays in, and we're all big fan of Suits. So I think it's a really interesting combination for Perry Match, a, an actress and a prince, a prince we've been following, you know, for a long, long time, the life story of. I mean, it's, it's a dream scenario in many ways, with an American princess, possibly, or an American interest. It's, it's a great way to link in the overseas readers with um, our royal families here in Europe. Especially in 2017, you know, she's, uh, you know, shows are very popular on TV and she has a very interesting background. And, you know, Prince Harry is, is always been, you know, really loved by uh, readers. And so it's a, it is a dream story. That's interesting because being the senior digital editor of Paris Match, I mean, how do you measure the impact of a story such as Prince Harry and Meghan? You know, like it's going to be a cover, so you will know how many copies have been sold. But I mean, for the digital part, for the website, for the blog, I mean, can you measure the impact that such a story has on your listeners or bloggers? Or We could measure, but what is interesting about the Royal Blog, and it's the reason why we created it in um, 2011, is because we thought that there was space for coverage of royal stories every day, or to three or four royal stories every day. And it happened to, um, to work well, and people are interested because there's this new generation of royal leaders that are, you know, th there was a time where they were older uh, royals that were less interesting for French readers. And with Kate and William and, and Harry and, you know, the Swedish family and Norwegian family, there is this new generation of princes and princesses who are doing things every day. So the way we measure it is, is by covering the everyday, um, you know, life of these princes and princesses and the official events and the big milestones, um, as in any publication, weddings, babies, engagements, you know, life. That's what interests people in Paris Match. So we can say that the relevance these days for the French who haven't got a royal family is what? Is the message, is the image they give of a country, the uh, the ambassadorial qualities they have? I mean, how does it... Um... Interesting the way um, 
they, they chose their their future wives, and you know there was there was um, obviously uh, Kate uh, and William, and in Spain you had Letitia, who was a commoner and who's a great queen of Spain. So there is that this new generation I was telling you about is is very close to um, what's happening in the world as well. So that's I think what is really interesting, and what is happening in the world for you know right now is that shows on TV are like the biggest thing, uh, nearly as great as movies and it's it's interesting that um you know the prince the future princess would come from uh, from a very popular show is it going to happen do you think could she be the future wife is it getting closer what's your view you know i mean <laughs> it's their um it's 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 obviously <laughs> their decision it seems i mean it was it was interesting that in jamaica the the, the uh uh, Reverend said, "You're next." You know, there was a there was a funny thing that happened uh, over there. I think you know we all are happy when uh, celebrities are you know having a you know great moments, and uh, she seems like uh, like a wonderful girl. And I guess for people who like uh, to follow the family, uh, the British uh, family, we all wish uh, Harry the best. So Paramash regularly has the royals on, on the cover from all the royal families. Um, which would you say would have been top five stories over the last five years? Um, obviously, uh, weddings, uh, William and Kate's wedding, uh, Prince Albert and Charlene's wedding. Also, you know, when they had uh, their babies, uh, as I was telling you before, you know, weddings, babies, that's life. And that's what people like um, to, to read. So the birth of Prince George and Prince Charlotte, uh, the birth of the twins in Monaco. Interesting enough, we did an interview with uh, Mohammed uh, VI, the um, King of Morocco. Uh, who's very popular among our readers, uh, and his wonderful wife and his kids. So that's also a big story for us. And in Sweden, the uh, the children, princes and princesses, had uh, great weddings and also chose spouses who were interesting. So it was also quite popular. And uh, last story, uh, the Spanish royal family, Felipe and Letitia, and um, uh, Letitia um, lost her uh, sister at some stage, so that was something that was a big story, and also when they became king and queen, and, you know, the scandal behind the Spanish royal family and, and how Felipe has organized everything now he's a king. So those are the, you know, the families that have been, uh, in a way, bestsellers. <laughs> So, yeah, that's interesting because you mentioned a lot of happy moments, you know, birth, weddings, it's fantastic. But there has been also a few scandals and yeah. Parimatch has also covered them. And as this change evolved, now that you have this sort of dedicated blog on the royals, how do you see, what are your thoughts on privacy? I mean, tomorrow you could have Harry and Meghan on a beach somewhere and being photographed with a long lens and her being in a bikini, if not worse. So how would the magazine or yourself react and what would you be the choice that you will have to make, the editorial decision that you will have to make? Well, we want the photos to look good. We didn't, uh, we didn't assign photographers to uh, photograph uh, Kate uh, topless. Uh, we wouldn't have published that. Um, so the, the quality uh, of the photos are important, the way people behave. And also, I think what is interesting about the Royal blog is that there are a lot of stories that we can cover day to day on our blog and on our website. And then sometimes we develop them in the magazine. So I think it's brought a lot in, in telling a story every day and getting our readers and our younger readers to into every story of every uh, Royal family. 
So I think it's it's great. Um, the website is is an opportunity for us uh, about royal stories because there's some stories that we, we couldn't have space to do every week because we have only 12 big stories in the magazine every week. You mentioned earlier, obviously, France not having their own royal family. And there seems to be a really big interest you know, amongst the French readers and amongst your readers around the world to, to read what's happening in the various royal families. And I was doing a bit of brainstorming, thinking there are so many links to France from the various royal families. So you obviously have, especially in Denmark, where you have a French princess mm -hmm. and the queen married um, Prince Henrik. Mm -hmm. Henri. <laughs> Henri de Montpezat, uh, yes. Exactly. <laughs> what about Princess Marie? Is there a link? Do the French people feel like she's their princess? Um, not really, but you know, I was I was talking to my mom, who's 82, and she was telling me that when she was a teenager, she read about uh, Princess Margaret in Paris Match, and you know the whole story about uh, her love affairs, and and so I think it's it's the, the French readers have always been interesting in royal stories, and you know, in Paris Match, the copy that sold them the most in the history of Paris match is the visit of Queen Elizabeth II in Paris in 1957. Oh, wow. It and, was more than two million copies sold. That's incredible. And you obviously have an, another royal visit coming up soon. How's your magazine preparing for William and Kate um, for their visit to France? Um, the, the thing is, you know, um, what is interesting is it's become harder and harder to cover. When uh, Queen Elizabeth came to Paris in 1957, we had like six photographers be able to access in every single place she was. Um, now it's more restricted. So we're not sure, uh, the program is not entirely given yet. There's gonna be a dinner party at the um, British Embassy on the Friday. They're going to go to the um, rugby game, France versus Wales. I was at the embassy, the British Embassy last week and I was trying to get a bit of information about what was going on and they're very dis you know, secret about it. And I think on a journalistic point of view, it's much more difficult to work on stories like that than it was, because I think it's uh, much more um, controlled and, and spinned in a way, like, you know, the message that the royal family wants to convey is much more, you know, organized than it was in the past. Every minute is carefully planned, isn't it? It reminds me of yes. George talking about um, Queen Sophia of Spain going on a royal trip and how you drove out on a, at the airport in episode one. I mean, yeah, that's, that was a long time ago. I mean, that's, you could, as you said, it could never happen today. It's getting harder but, and harder. But what will be interesting, I guess, is the fashion. I mean, Kate, it seems that she's sort of a bit like the Princess of Wales was in the 80s and the 90s. She's becoming an ambassador for a lot of young designers, British designers. Mm -hmm. And yes. she sort of carries that fashion quite well. And so far, I mean, it seems that she hasn't really done any faux pas. And she's always dressed accordingly uh, to the people she was meeting. She would be careful not to wear something expensive if she was in a, in a deprived suburb of a town in England and things like that. So it'd be interesting to see. I guess a lot of people will be watching what she's wearing every day. I mean, probably three or four changes of outfits. Um, and usually also, they tend to recognize uh, the host and wear something from the host country. And it'd mm -hmm. be interesting to see which designer she chooses. The fashion aspect of what they're wearing is probably important for your... Uh, it for is, your it is. I think it's, it, it is important, but I think what is interesting about the way uh, the way the communication is done around them is, is it's not only about fashion, it's also about causes like, you know, mental health. So I was I was wondering whether, you know, she would be doing something about uh, with a mental health organization here, like, you know, Camilla did with Emmaus when she came here about three years ago. So it's interesting to see that they are role models 
also for the country, but also for causes. And I think it might be the reason why a lot of um, readers are interested in them. It's not only because they're rich and royals, but also because they represent people who do things for social you know, problems. Yeah, that, that's a very good point. And I believe that especially young people are probably quite interested by the charities of which they are the patrons. Well, I think we could bring that one for a close. Very interesting to have you on this podcast. And just to say again, you know, the senior digital editor of Parimatch, you have a very good uh, website that maybe we could have the address of. It's parismatch.com and uh, the Royal blog. It's in French, but but the photos are, you know, photos. So even if you don't speak French, you can view the photos. Yeah, it's certainly a good one to follow. Okay. <laughs> Okay, done. Thank you well, so thank much. Thank you very much, Marion. Merci. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.